Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. His Spirit has made us alive. Let us also walk in the Spirit. Again, our relationship with Jesus is not based on works. It's based on trust. It's based on on believing His sacrifice paid for my sin. But if I believe that, if I'm walking with Him, it's going to affect the way that I walk. It's going to affect me. If I really believe that, it's going to change the way that I live. Good works alone isn't the answer to being saved. But faith in Jesus will produce the fruit of the Spirit. Today, Pastor David is going to teach you about why it is so important that your belief in Jesus is rooted in faith and not works alone. If you start by putting your faith in Jesus, your life will begin to reflect that. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the book of Acts, chapter 15, as he continues his message, Faith and Love. If you look at what they said in verse 28, they said it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us. It doesn't tell us explicitly that they like took a moment and prayed, but it's just I think they were just in that conversation. They probably did take some time to pray and also just conscious of the fact that God was, was guiding them by the, spirit, by the word that he had inspired and by the fellowship of wrestling things together in unity as the body. One commentary points out, I love the way he words this. He says, they treat the Holy Spirit as one of their number a fellow counselor who unites with them in the announcement of a joint conclusion, a joint decision, as though he, the Spirit of God, had sat next to them in the deliberation. He's with us in these things as we wrestle these things through, and he wants us to wrestle these things through. He wants us to, to, in a healthy, loving way, take on the hard work of helping one another understand working these things through because it's how we grow together. He says he's knitting us together as his people, building us together as his, as his temple. We collectively, the church, are his temple. He says like different stones being fit together. He has to shave off a little bit here and shave off a little bit there and then we fit better together as we wrestle these things through. And a big part of that is just by having these conversations with the humility to, to let one another and let the Holy Spirit in one another sort of expose our blind spots, the things that we're doing that hurt one another that we don't even see, or the, the areas where we're, our, our understanding is just a little bit off, and we're blind to it, so we can't see it, so we need one another in that. And that brings us to the third final point here, 
Faith always produces action. We're not saved by works. We talked about that, right? We're not, we're saved by God's grace. But if I really trust Jesus, and if I really believe Jesus laid down his life to save me and love me, he says, that's going to manifest in that I'm going to grow in love. I'm going to, I'm going to receive your correction a little bit more than I would have before. I'm going to be, I'm still growing in that, right? But it, but it's going to produce these actions that are loving. Did you notice that phrase in verse 29? The, he says, he gave them some instructions. He said they needed to abstain from things offered to idols, from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual immorality. And he says, if you keep yourselves from these, you will do well. This is not adding works that saying these are things you need to do to be saved. That's not what he was saying here. What he was saying here is these are ways that you can walk in love. These are part of how we walk in faith. Areas where we walk in trusting God's way. Turn with me to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5 verse 6 says that in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but faith working through love, faith that is manifesting itself through actions of love. And he explains in verse 19, now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissension, heresy, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelry, and the like, in case he missed anything, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. These are warning signs. If you're practicing those things, he says, these are warning signs that you are not walking with him. You're not actually trusting Jesus. But in contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and against such there's no law. Those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, if His Spirit has made us alive, let us also walk in the Spirit. Again, our relationship with Jesus is not based on works. It's based on trust. It's based on on believing His sacrifice paid for my sin. But if I believe that, if I'm walking with Him, it's going to affect the way that I walk. It's going to affect me. If I really believe that, it's going to change the way that I live. When I look at these instructions, to me, they speak particularly the, the issues of food sacrifice to idols and sexual immorality were two areas that would have been particularly confusing to these very new Gentile believers because it was totally contrary to the Gentile culture. The Gentile culture at the time, first of all, with the food, food sacrifice to idols was part of their worship. That was how they, that was, that was a big part of how they honored their different gods was through festivals and stuff. And in particular, food that was offered to the idol. It was a, it was a part of that idolatry. And they were used to 
pantheism or polytheism and pantheism, but polytheism, right? So there's multiple gods. So they were used to worshiping, you know, Zeus on Monday and Aphrodite on Tuesday, kind of like you're like worshiping all of them simultaneously. So one of the issues that would have been confusing for these Greek believers would have been if I'm worshiping Jesus on Sunday, right, with communion and, you know, I take the bread and the cup, and then on Monday I'm eating food sacrificed to Zeus, is it, am I worshiping both of them together? Is, is Jesus just another of the gods? And it would, have be, it would have been both confusing for the individual and also even if the Gentile believer, right, understood what they were, what they were doing. They're saying, I'm not, I'm not worshiping Zeus. I'm just buying the cheaper cut of meat from the market that it's used because they already offered it. So now it's cheaper. So I'm buying that for my dinner on Monday. It still would have been confusing potentially for the other Gentiles around him. It would have, and so part of this was sorting out that issue. Another part of it was that the Jewish believers couldn't eat things strangled or with the blood in it or sacrificed to idols. A lot of them, I mean, they they could buy their freedom in Christ, but culturally it was totally against everything they'd grown up with. So it would have created a barrier between, right, if they're trying to have, you know, a a church potluck and half of the people are bringing food that the other half can't eat, and it's, you know, creating these big divisions and stuff, they're saying it's just, it's not the time for that. So that raises the question of, is there something wrong with the food itself? And he addresses that in Matthew, Matthew 15, 11, Jesus explained that it's never what goes into the mouth that defiles the man. It's not about the bacon, right? It's not that it's not kosher, that is, that is in and of itself making it bad. That doesn't, the bacon doesn't defile the soul, right? But it does matter where it's coming from in us, what comes out of a man, our heart, the, the, our behaviors are what defile us. In Romans 14, he explained, I know and am convinced by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him who considers anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. so glad you tuned in today for Pastor David Fountain's message in the book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? Thanks for praying. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m., and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We also offer Spanish translation at our services, and you can find out more on our website. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family online. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. 
Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. That's all we have time for today. Thank you for being part of this study in God's Word. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.